0: You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Damon Martin, MMA Fighting. And I am here with one of the big winners from UFC 268 and uh, pretty much guaranteed fight of the year. Welcome back, Justin Gaethje. Justin, how are you? I'm f- effing fantastic. Couldn't be better. Uh, Justin, I don't know. Did you see the video that just dropped of uh, of Michael Chandler kind of getting his face put back together after your fight? Yeah, that was the night
1: of, so... I prob- uh I feel bad for the guy, but he—I guarantee—he looks like an alien right
0: now. I uh, I saw your video. I saw your interview with John Anik, and I was like, Justin looks like completely normal. Like you don't look like you just went through like one of the greatest fights in the history of the sport. Now, meanwhile, Michael, you know, definitely looks like it <laughs> works for wear. But good lord, man, yeah. you seriously went through a war. And you look. You look like you didn't even. You look like you just went for a jog.
1: Oh, I know it looked like complete chaos, but I controlled every bit of that chaos. Other than the. About sixty seconds of round one, I I was on point. You know, he didn't touch me a lot after the first round. He didn't touch me, but at all. You know, body count, body shots, but those don't count. Can't kill somebody with those, so those don't even count. But uh, yeah, he hit me three times, four times, once because the ref. But yeah, dude, I was um,
0: I was much better that night. I, uh, I I put out a tweet before the fight, and I remember talking to Dustin Poirier after he fought you. first time and i say the first time because i feel like we are going to see that rematch um and he said fighting justin gaethje is like getting into a car crash you just don't walk out of there unscathed like even if you win a fight you don't walk out of there unscathed and seeing what michael chandler looked like afterwards i was like that might be the best description i've ever heard about what it's like fighting you it's like getting into a car crash
1: yeah i would say a mild to mid car crash
0: How, uh, you know, I know going into the fight, you know, listen, you guys had a lot of respect for each other, but you don't know what's going to happen until you actually step in there. You don't know, can a guy take your punches? Can he survive? I mean, does your, I won't say your opinion change. Like how much respect do you have for a guy like that after a war? Like after you share 15 minutes in the cage together, like does that just change your opinion of him?
1: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, for one, I understand what happened and that dude made a choice, you know, So many people can learn from that instance um, and, you know, that example of him making a choice and not accepting anything else. And that was his choice to make. And, you know, he did and he stuck to that choice. So that is that is inspiring. You know, not often do you walk out of there and my opponent inspires the world better than I. And he did that. And I'm so happy for him. And that's getting recognition
0: absolutely absolutely uh to that point you know you you did land a lot of big shots on him he absorbed a lot of damage were you shocked he, he actually stuck around to the final bell because when i made my prediction for this fight justin i said you know listen i think you guys both have knockout power you guys are both you know tremendously tough but i said if he plays into justin's hand i don't think he can make it you know two rounds that's kind of the way i thought about this fight C- huge credit man he stuck around but were you shocked he actually was able to take some of those punches Uh, yeah. I mean, again, do you if you understand what's happening?
1: So, this his choice was to um to take everything, you know, when he got knocked out versus Charles Oliveira, in his mind, he was not aware of that danger at that time. And when you fight me, you are constantly aware, so you are constantly prepared and ready for that damage, you know, in that one moment that he got caught by Oliveira, he just didn't understand the danger. Um, and he, that was a mistake. And that's what you cannot do when you're fighting at this level. But, you know, against me, when you, when you buy down and you, and you accept, um, force like that, then you can take it. That's a choice, you know, and that's a choice that he constantly made, you know, and yeah, I got to give him credit for that.
0: Uh, I mentioned, you know, talking about the video of like the stitches and kind of getting his Facebook back together. And I said, you know, seriously, you do look great. But it, in terms of like coming out of the fight, how are, how did you feel? Like it seems like you're good to go, but like, how are you feeling?
1: Yeah, no, my leg is hurt. Um, those kicks that he landed in the first round were super effective. Um, can't imagine being his leg. This is the first time I've ever actually been this injured after a fight from, from, uh, from leg kicks. I, Actually feel slightly bad for all my opponents, cause, yeah, dude, I do this pretty consistently, and it is not a fun fun feeling,
0: yeah, it's not at all. uh you've seen the outpouring about this fight. I mean, every time you fight Justin, we kind of all have the same conversation. We know what we're getting into with the Justin Gachy fight, we all appreciate you putting your body and soul in the line every time you step in there. But has the reaction to this one been any different, better? Because, I mean, it seems like everyone is just like, we just witnessed not just one of the best fights of the year. This might be one of the greatest fights in the history of the sport.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I think it'll age, age greatly, you know. I think through time it'll become a better and a better fight. Um, yeah, it was it was a phenomenal performance by me, a phenomenal performance by Michael Chandler, you know, being in Madison Square Garden, our first time back, my first time back in front of fans. Yeah, I think, you know, it'll age so
0: finely. I remember having a conversation with you after, I can't remember what fight it was we talked, but you were talking about the changes you made after the Poirier fight, you know, the things you did would work with Trevor Whitman, you know, in terms of your striking, in terms of, you know, how your output is going, all these different things. I'm not going to rehash that conversation, but. Do you feel like, you know, now, like the animal you are now, you were still getting great, crazy, exciting fights out of you, but you are just a different, you're like Justin Gaethje 3.0 right now. No, I think it's just finally Justin
1: Gaethje 1.0. I mean, it's, you know, like doing this and learning what we're doing, you know, is such a, it takes so much time to understand what is happening. So, yeah, I think. I am confident that I'm now at a point to where I understand, you know, what skills I possess. I understand how I want to fight. Um, And I think it was just all a learning process, you know, and I think that I've always had these skills. I think I've always been on the way to here, but yeah, I think right now I am so fucking dangerous when I step in there and, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to, to accept that I am one of the best in the world at this sport. So yeah, that's cool. It's cool to cool to embrace it.
0: Yeah. Now at the end of the day, this is still an individual sport. You go out there and you fight for yourself. You go out there and get a big win, but does it make it that much sweeter that you were able to celebrate with Rose and Kamaru at the end of the night? I mean, Trevor Whitman going three, and zero, three three fighters on the main card. All of you got huge wins. I mean, does that make it that much sweeter when you get to celebrate with teammates?
1: Yeah, man. it's, um, Everybody that watches this sport or understands this sport, you know, can put into perspective what we went through as a team. Um, and, yeah, dude, it was, it was phenomenal. Most importantly is the recognition that my coach is getting. Um, I remember in 2012, whenever we had a big team, you know, things kind of went sideways with the team. And me and one other person didn't leave with the team. We stayed with Trevor. And I remember at that time he was thinking about stopping and being done. And I remember telling him that he could not stop until I was done because he was my coach and I would not accept doing this without him. So, you know, going back to that time and now seeing where we're at, I just it's just all such a great experience. I love the recognition that he's getting.
0: Absolutely, and he deserves the Coach of the Year without a doubt in my mind. And consider what you guys have done this year. Uh, with He's that won- being said,
1: five and zero in championship fights this year, six and zero total. Again, I mean, uh, yeah, got to be thankful to God when it comes to that because when you take the, the factor of chance and, and luck, you know, and for us to still come out unscathed
0: is, you know,
1: astronomical numbers there
0: absolutely absolutely just in the win we know what it is you get the bonus i mean this is you know this is old hat for you to get the bonus and all these kind of things but we know what's next for you you've now solidified yourself as the number one contender i think if you would have gone out and won anyway you would have been the number one contender but having a fight like that you have now defined yourself as the number one contender um how does that feel i mean you go out there this was the purpose i mean beating michael chandler is a big deal but the purpose was to get back to the title right yeah oh man i feel great about that um you know, this uh, this was an
1: opportunity to take some control of the situation, and yeah, a regular win would not have done that. And, but there is no such thing as a regular win for me. There's <laughs> only one way that's in a spectacular fashion. Um, so yeah, I'm so happy that I went out there, I took control of the situation, and now I put the UFC in a spot where they would have to challenge the integrity of the sport to to go any other way. And that's all I can do. That's all I control. And then, you know, because if that happens, then you guys, the the media, the fans, they got to do what they got to do and question the integrity. So that was my job. That's what I did. And now now I I had to dare them to challenge it. And I, I think I accomplished that.
0: Do you feel like I know going into it, uh, and I want to make it clear, you said this in several interviews and media day and things like this, like, I know you had an issue with the way that Daniel Cormier kind of presented the title opportunity when he when he interviewed Islam Makachev, but you said, I want to make it clear, you said, I don't I don't have any beef with DC. I just didn't like the bias in that moment. Did you I assume you saw after the fight, he's come out and said, you are the number one contender. You deserve the title shot. Islam should fight somebody else. Did you appreciate that he at least kind of went out on a shield and, and, and kind of gave you the credit you deserve?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hey, it's got me in trouble many times in my life. but I'm, I consider myself a straight shooter. When I see something, um, I speak to it. You know, when I saw that happen that night, you know, I said what I thought. You know, and I was unhappy. If DC was in my shoes and someone was trying to pass him up, take money off his table, take food away from his family, he would have said the same thing. So, uh, that's his friend, you know. And if you ain't if you ain't doing shit for your friends, then I, you know, I, got, I got respect for what he tried to do. But
0: again, not even DC can
1: challenge the fucking integrity of
0: what I just did. Yeah, absolutely. So of course we know what's, what's next for you. I'm just going to say, you're going to get the title shot. I know you've said many times Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier, doesn't matter as long as the title's on the line. I know the Dustin Poirier fight would mean a little bit more to you because it would be a rematch, a chance to avenge a past loss. But let me ask you, when you look at that fight, I, I, I think, I I think I remember hearing you saying you lean Poirier winning the fight, but kind of give me your thought. Now that you know that you're going to get the winner, uh, do you still believe Dustin's probably going to be the guy to walk out with the win?
1: Yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I hope Oliveira wins. A part of me thinks after I fought Dustin Poirier, I went outside and I took hundred, two hundred hundred, 200 pictures and I felt great. You know, not one, not one thought or emotion from that fight. Am I scared to experience again? I know for a fact that when Dustin Poirier has to step in there with me again, he is going to remember and constantly be analyzing that night. He was not out taking pictures. He was probably in the most pain of his fucking life. And if he doesn't land the shot in the first round, he knows he's going to have to go through that again. If he beats Charles Oliveira, I don't know if he fights me. I think he just walks away, calls it good. Um, so I kind of, hope, I just kind of hope Charles Oliveira wins so that it's I get to fight him you know, March, April, May, if Dustin Poirier wins, I'm going to have to really entice him to fucking get in there again.
0: It's funny you say that. I I mentioned earlier when, when Dustin told me that after your fight, that's what it was. He's like, I felt like I went through a car crash. Like he's literally, I can't walk. He couldn't stand up. I mean, that's what he felt like after fighting you the first time.
1: Yeah. Now he gets to fight a more refined and a more sophisticated
0: psychopath. So (laughs) can't wait. Uh, let me ask you about the Charles Oliveira fight because that would be a new one. Uh, and again, I don't want to get ahead of myself because, again, he's still got to get through Dustin Poirier. But how do you feel you match up with Charles? How, how much intri- How much intrigue do you have in a fight against Charles Oliveira?
1: I am so interested in that fight. Um, I will never take back what I've said about him until he gets in there and does what Michael Chandler does and fucking proves me wrong. Uh, there is no dog meaner or bigger than me in that cage. and. His skills are fucking phenomenal, but there's no dog in that man, and I will constantly and consistently say that. And when I get a chance, I know for a fact I will show
0: you everybody that. Absolutely, and again, at the end of the day, let's be clear: it doesn't matter to you, right? Title on the line doesn't matter if it's Charles, if it's Dustin, if it's whoever. You just want the title. Absolutely, that's it. That's all that matters. Charles, Dustin
1: does not matter. They're both, uh, they're both so intriguing, you know, they both fired me up. Believe me, I'll get, I'll be waking up, fired up, working
0: till then. Yeah. You mentioned there's a, there's a, a party that believes maybe, you know, Dustin wins, maybe he walks away. He doesn't want to do that rematch. Do you believe in your heart of hearts though, that, you know, the way the first fight went and it was close. I mean, it was a battle until the very end. Do you believe a rematch would be that much different in terms of what you would do to him different than what he did to you the last time? I think a
1: rematch would be a completely different uh, instance in time. I think the the previous fight would have zero factors on what would occur on that night. I think it would be a fresh experience and I think it would be, again, a battle for the ages because I get, but again, I, you know, I don't know if I can get the dog from him anymore. You know, if he steps in there, I know for a fact the dog's coming, but I don't know if I can get him to step in there. And that is is, that, that's my heart of hearts. That's what I truly believe.
0: Would that, uh, I mean, I don't know. Is that—is that a real concern? I mean, really? You think, you think he might not even want to take the fight? That is a, that's not a concern. It doesn't affect me one way or another.
1: Either way, if that happens, I still get to fight for the belt. Doesn't matter who.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, the other guy in this, and he's not this. He's not in this scenario, but a guy that was talked about the last couple of weeks because of the whole DC thing. Do you look forward to the day of matching yourself up against a guy like Islam Makachev? Of course. Yeah, I'll let him go first
1: if you if he gets a spot. I'll be one of these guys, and then uh, I'll allow him to go first. So, fuck yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I love it. War's coming.
0: I, you want to know one thing? Fucking war is coming. So, bring it. I love it. You know, it's funny. I, I was talking about the John Anik interview. I know that in your downtime, you are a huge golfer. Uh, the intensity you bring to the cage is like unlike anything I've ever seen before in the sport. I've been covering the sport for twenty years. What is Justin Gaethje like on the golf on the golf course? Is it, is there any is that same intensity matched in a different way? Yeah, fuck, I'm old now, so
1: I'm not competitive every fucking day of my life, but, yeah, I make sure I'm betting somebody money so that I can take something from somebody.
0: (laughs) I love it. Uh, Justin, congratulations again on the win, man. Mm -hmm. Enjoy it. I know you're already kind of thinking about what comes next. Can I imagine, and I know I'm sure it's not done yet, but can I imagine you want to be cage-side for Poirier and Oliveira in December? Um
1: fuck, I'm quarter mile at of time, guy. Yeah, that sounds fun. I love fighting, I love watching fights, I love being in the atmosphere and the environment. So yeah, I'm sure uh it's probably a, at least a 50% chance I'll be there.
0: Yeah, I love it. Well, Justin, enjoy the win, man. Congratulations again. Uh, you know, words cannot describe the fight you just put on. So thank you. I honestly mean that. Thank you for allowing us to witness that fight. Uh, thank you for the time as always, man. And hopefully, next time we chat. It's when you got the title fight booked and we are talking about Justin Gage going for that lightweight championship.
1: Yeah, what a fun, what a fun time that will be in life, my friend. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.